My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. You guys, I am super pumped here today. I have an amazing guest coming on, Katie Kremitzos. She's the creator of Women's Meditation Network, where she has 14 podcasts, you guys. And this month, Kremitzos is celebrating a huge milestone. You guys, she has hit 1 million, 100 million downloads, which is only achieved by 0.1% of podcasts, which is absolutely huge you know what? I'm just going to let her dive in as to how she got to that. So welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you so much for taking the time of your day. I'm so looking forward to our conversation. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, Brittany. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's just, you know what? Let's start back a little bit and talk about a bit of your journey. How did you get to where you are today? I mean, this huge milestone doesn't happen overnight, I'm sure. So let's, let's dive into that. Let's start there. Yeah. Uh, the, the short recap is that I had been podcasting since 2014 actually. Um, and back then I had a podcast that was a business podcast for women. Uh, I was a business coach. I, uh, you know, was a strategist for women entrepreneurs who wanted to grow their companies very much had a business model that, um, provided masterminds, one-on-one coaching, uh, courses, memberships, all that sort of stuff. And I use my podcast as the marketing tool to bring clients in sort of into my sphere of influence, if you will. And I loved that business within, after starting that business, I soon had my first daughter, um, and then just continued to, to grow the company. It was great. Uh, end of 2000, uh, 17 happened. I'd hit my first six figures. I was like on it. Like I felt like I had just sort of like clicked into place, um, had planned at the beginning of 2018 to triple business, had a very realistic plan to get there. It was just about me launching the right things had launched kind of phase number one in first quarter was on it. Um, and then in April of 2018 found out I was pregnant with my second daughter and in a heartbeat, I didn't want that business anymore. I was like, I'm done which was very scary. <laughs> it was very, very scary because I didn't know like why I all of a sudden didn't want it. And also there was this looming question of like, well, if I don't want that, what am I doing? What am I supposed to be doing? And to make a very long story short, I just sort of sat still for a while. I kind of showed up the bare minimum that I needed to and showed up for my current clients, didn't launch anything new and just allowed myself to sort of like be in this space of unknowing for a bit. And in that space really discovered um, and uh, kind of had created this idea of like, I'd like to do meditations for women. Nobody knew me for meditations. No one even knew that I meditated. Um, it was not something I promoted about myself. It was just, I have been a meditator since I was 19 years old. I'm 44 now. Um, and, you know, I just was like, I think that this is such a beautiful tool. And having been in the podcasting space for so long already, I was savvy enough to do my podcasting research and was really um, stunned that when I searched for women and meditation, there was one podcast that existed in 2018. And I was like, there's, there's no way. I can't believe this. 
And right then and there, I was like, oh, I, I've got this. Like, I, I can own this niche. And I, there's so much that I have to offer that I know women are searching for. So I'm going to do it. That was a really, really scary thought in that um, I had never guided a meditation before publicly, really. Um, you know, maybe once or twice for just friends or like my mastermind once or twice. Um, I wasn't formally trained in any type of meditation, but I was a writer and I knew I had something to say. I knew I had messages I wanted to share with women about how you know who you are, you know, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Like you have all the answers within you. Right. And so I just showed up to the mic and that was uh, just shy of five years ago. And I started with one show called meditation for women. And then fast forward, here we are almost five years later, and we literally are celebrating this month, um, hundred million cumulative downloads, lifetime downloads across the whole network. We now have 14 different podcasts. Our most recent is called meditation for moms. And, um, uh, I have a team of about 18 of us, uh, who make this thing happen and who, in my humble opinion, and the, the staying true with the vision I had back then was putting out these little pieces of love and light out into the world, these, these little audio pieces of love that could really be ingested and experienced by every woman listening and really impact them in a way, whether it was helping them get better sleep and therefore kind of be their, their best selves the next day, or, um, or give them an opportunity to just be still with themselves and get to know themselves better. And so I still, five years ago and to today, I still believe that that's what we're doing and we're doing it on a really big mass scale. And when I can have, when I can allow one more woman to have that experience, to get to know herself better, to feel a little bit more calm, a little bit more peaceful, a little bit less fearful, a little bit more led by love, like that's really good work to do in this world. Absolutely beautiful. My goodness. So you have 14 different podcasts. Now let's talk about your other podcasts. What are these other ones all about? So, so my listeners know, and maybe obviously I'm sure they can find a one that would suit them the best. So, yeah. And that's exactly the point. Um, so all of the podcasts that I have, and I'll label a few of them off are meant to sort of be in a, in a directory, um, that you can go to and at any given moment for any given emotion, for any given season of your life, for any given, you know, experience you're having, you can literally like go down the library and find one that you need right then and there. So, um, I have sleep meditation for women, morning meditation for women, daily affirmations. Um, again, I just mentioned the meditation for moms, meditation for anxiety, panic attack, meditation, um, uh, mindful meditation, healing meditation for women, like uh, literally just the grand scope. We have a sleep meditation, three hour version, um, that has become really popular. So, um, you know, kind of all across the board, like whether there's a topic or, or an identifier that you feel really called to, like we've got you covered with all sorts of meditations. I love this. And you have a, so you have a team of 18 people now yeah. tell me how these, they fit in these positions within the podcasting or how you make this work. I'm just curious about that. Yeah. So, you know, I know your listeners are, are in that building and growing phase, right? Like we've started, we've all started, we've been grinding, we've been like working it out. And we're in that phase of like, we're, we want to grow, we want to scale, but we want to do it without, you know, increasing the amount of time. I'm a mom of two. I have two young ones. My girls are seven and four. Like I, when, as I mentioned, I was pregnant when I had this idea. And so like, I have raised I have birthed this business at the same time I birthed my little one and, and have been raising two little girls this whole time. So I have been very conscious of making sure that I 
hold my family as my number one value and that that value shows up on my calendar, which means that I am not willing to work 60, 80, 100 week weeks or even 40 hour weeks. Like I'm not willing to work the, that type of time in order to make my vision happen. And nor do I believe it. And I consciously really sidestep that belief that I have to work more in order to have more and achieve more. Right. That's a really, mm-hmm. that's a daily, that's, that's a, a daily fair. struggle to like manage that mindset. Right. Right. But I what do you that- do best? Sorry. I don't mean to yeah. interrupt, but just no, before go. I forget, how do you mind? I like it's a roller coaster, right? So how do you manage that mindset daily? Like straight to meditations or what is your strategy? I have a lot, um, you know, and this goes for sort of that mindset of what's possible. So there's all these sort of limiting beliefs that I feel like either we are all sort of bombarded with or along our lives, we've sort of, uh, sort of taken in and owned, um, whether, you know, fault of our own or fault of society, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. One of those is as a woman, I can either, I can have either a lot of time with my family, or I can have a very successful business, but I can't have both at the same time. Right. So that's just one example of a limiting belief. Another limiting belief is if I want to make more money, if I want to double my income, I've got to double the time that I'm putting into this. If I want to, um, triple the impact, I have to triple my time and energy. And so all of those, um, in the moment, they feel so real because I am, I am absolutely struggling with like this pull. I call it the pull. Like I'm, I'm pulled towards wanting to be present with my kids and I'm pulled right. towards wanting to spend more time doing the shit that I really love doing in my business. Right. Um, but so it, it's very real. And then the practices that I have are really, you know, kind of like just stopping and being very aware of the actual thoughts that are going on in my head around it. And then choosing to sort of like watch those thoughts float on by just like a cloud, right? Having that visualization and then saying in that moment, like being, having a mindful moment of saying, I know that feels so real, but that's not the reality I want to choose to have. What is the reality I want to choose? And this is the moment in this sort of open space where I get to declare that it ain't always as pretty. Like it's definitely not always as pretty. A lot of times it's after I have had like a burnout session of just like, trying to do all the things and I'm not, I'm totally burning out inside. And then I sort of have to come back to myself and say, okay, what are my values? What am I choosing to believe? I, I refuse Most of it is, is that I refuse to let go of in this example of, you know, big, fast, amazing growth into the vision of my professional life and my purpose of what I'm doing here in this business. And also my purpose as a mother and my family life and the time I spend with them. In that example, it's this refusal to let go of each of those. I, like I just absolutely refuse to give on any of them. And, beca- and in that refusal, instead of feeling like there's no answer or I can't win, a space starts opening up for, well, how, how, how can I have both of these things? And when I start asking that question, it sort of opens up this other space to, for creativity to come in and say, okay, well you can maybe try this. Maybe we can try another podcast that doesn't take as much of your time, or maybe we can try to repurpose some content over here, or maybe we can try to have somebody bring somebody else on to do the thing that actually you think that only you can do, but probably other people can do it just as well, if not better. Like, so So all of really outsource and let go of that, um, 
control kind of. Yeah. And I'm a recovering control freak. Right. So like, I'm like, there was a point even into last year. So, you know, mid to late 2022, I didn't have 14 shows. I had how many shows I had 10 shows by then I was writing, just writing a hundred scripts a month, Wow. not to mention the voicing over for the majority of those. I had a voiceover for one of the shows by them, but like, I was still writing all of those scripts. So like there was this moment of complete, like, I can't, I mean, I'm, I have an intense level of quality expectations for the, for the product that we put out for these, each of these meditations. So I'm not willing to, to negotiate on that. Right. But then there has to be this, I have to do the work to find other people to do this. If I'm really dedicated to this mission of helping millions and millions of women through meditation, then I have to get out of my own way. I can either be, I can either, um, I can either ha- be the person who has my hands in everything, or I can be the person who really thoughtfully and mindfully delegates and, um, outsources, right? Like not, I'm not just shoving you know, work to, to random people. Like it is very, it is, there is a process to find the right people who can fit into the culture of what we're doing. Right. Um, That's so important. Yeah. And, and then, and then, and doing that extra work up front to then be able to sidestep and then be able to sort of like breathe into this next level or this next version or the, the next chapter, if you will, of growth. I love this. Incredible. And that's huge. And I know that that will relate to my audience. You know, it's so common to feel like, you know, you have to do it all your, on your own because, you know, this is the way it's got to go. And it's true, but you know, there it comes a time if you really want to scale and, and get your time frame back and be that present mom that you want to be, or dad might be, um, to, to really go ahead and delegate it, but make sure you're finding the right fit people so that the process is a lot smoother. It's so important to have the right people in the right positions, hundred uh, percent. So it's not something that you do overnight. It's something that's very carefully and mindfully, like you mentioned, process that is done. So I love it. Now tell us a little bit. Okay. I know I cut you off before then. And we were, we were talking about something else. It was, what was it? Okay maybe we'll, we'll slide into, and it'll come back to us. You guys, this is real. This is raw. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I think we're talking about like the time, like how, like the values on the calendar and how you, how you're making yes. sure you're making time for all of those things. Right. Versus the, right. the growth of the business. So, but I think right. we ended up, we pretty much that. covered it. Right. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's talk about most podcasts. So most podcasts, you know, statistics show that, you know, a lot of them don't continue after like seven to nine episodes. And I don't know if you want to add some, you know, some of your thoughts behind that and why that might be and why pushing forward. Clearly, I mean, you pushing forward and getting to hundred million downloads, you stuck through some hard times. So if yeah. you want to kind of give us your insight on behind that. Yeah. You know, I have a unique perspective on this in that I've had sort of two very different business models in podcasting. The business model I had before Um, I started again, it was a business show and I started it in 2014 and I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) I didn't know why I wanted, I mean, I knew I wanted to do it. I knew I wanted to interview successful business women, right? I knew I wanted to just be in the mix of those conversations. And I knew I wanted a podcast to reach people that I couldn't otherwise reach. 
I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do business-wise. I didn't know how it was going to make revenue. I didn't know what business model I was going to have. Like I didn't, even back then, I didn't even consider myself like a coach. I, it really, so it took me, that business took me a long time, probably a solid two years to sort of like step into who I was supposed to be in that business and the business model that ended up coming to fruition with that. And it ended up, and that's why actually, you know, when I talked about, 2018, by the beginning of 2018, feeling like, oh yeah, I'm on it. Things have clicked into place. It's because it took me a long time sort of, you know, stepping into this and trying this. And what about this? And who am I in this? And what do I want to do? And so, you know, that there, that's sort of one approach to a podcast. And I will never negate anyone who says like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just sort of showing up to the mic and figuring it out. Like, okay. Cause I've been there and it can be amazing but damn, do you have to have some dedication and you still have to have a really strong why, like, why do I want to do this? Cause it still really interests me. And I know there's something here. I just don't know what it is yet. Right. So that's one example. The example with women's meditation network is completely the opposite. When I first had this idea and started brainstorming it out with my husband, I knew exactly what it was. I knew exactly how big it would be. I knew exactly why I wanted to do it. And I knew exactly who I wanted to reach. So that vision was incredibly clear. And over time, it has only become more clearer, but it has stayed rooted in exactly that, that vision that I had five years ago. So because of that vision, what I have gained is time efficiency because I have been very clear every step of the way what I want and because I know what I want, every decision I make, every action that I take, every little thing that I do, work-wise, personal-wise, I, I make it fit and help me towards that vision. So, so it feels like the universe aligns to like make things happen for me, right? And I feel like that happens because I'm not floating around going, I don't know, well, let's just see. And there, that's not a bad place to be. Again, I have done that before, but but if things click and they slide and move fast and I have the, the advantage of kind of that energetic flow because I'm super clear. Um, and so in relation to the question you asked, I show up because I know that vision and I continue yeah. to push past whatever lows that I've had. And my goodness, over since 2014, I've had a hell of a lot of them, but I right. continue to show up to the mic. I continue to show up to the business. I continue to show up for all of those things because I am incredibly deeply rooted in the why I am here and what I'm doing and the mission and the larger purpose of it all. And that will never dissolve. Love this. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now, I know that these episodes are long, but I just want to make sure we have a little bit, if you're open to it, a little bit of time to maybe you can go ahead and teach us one of your meditations that we can do right now and kind of, oh my gosh put it on my podcast. I would love that. I don't know if you're open yeah. to it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I'll, before I start, I'll say this. Um, I am very proud that the meditations that we create are, are not, we absolutely have your typical meditations, right? We have your close your eyes, relax your body, focus on your breath type meditations everywhere. Um, however, what we have established is really a really special, um, voice and, and, uh, kind of experience that you can't find anywhere else. And I say that because as a writer, I wrote these meditations and continue to write these meditations in a very poetic style with very, um, with very specific uh, lessons in them. 
So, you know, like I'm, I'm writing things that are speaking to the soul of the woman listening in a very poetic way. And, you know, um, I'm happy to read one if you want to, that'll be sort of a perfect experience. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, and while I go and find one, um, you know, what that ends up creating is, is something that is so much bigger than a, um, than just a meditation. It creates right. an experience. And, and I'm super blessed. I have a, a music producer who is an artist. And so it's the combination of these words, the combination of his music on it, like the experience that you're having is just immense. So if you will, I'm going to um, read one right now. Let me just Perfect. take find. your time. No worries. Yeah. I just think it's perfect. You know, I, I want you to teach this on my podcast. I've never done that before on the podcast. And I think this is just the perfect time to incorporate it. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. No rush. All right. So this is one of my favorites that I've written recently. Um, although again, I will say like, this is sort of the level of quality that we bring, that we bring to the to each meditation. So this is um, one that is on the Meditation for Women podcast called This Is Me. Here we go. This is me, a soul so wise that deeply touches the divine. This is me, a weak little punk who's scared of my own shine. This is me, a bleeding heart who feels the pain of the world. This is me, a screaming mess who's come completely unfurled. This is me, so full of hope, a dreamer who dances and plays. This is me, frozen with fear, anxiety, a thick, looming haze. All of it swirls, all of it spins and blends like waves in the sea. The older I get, the more that I love the perfectly imperfect me. So Thank that's you just so a, much. Yeah, that's just Thank a little you, part Katie. from that one. I love this. I already feel at, at peace, you know? Um, <laughs> I love meditating and I haven't even gotten a meditation in today yet. So oh, there you go. I got better. a few for yeah. you. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I love this all. Katie, this has been amazing. And I mean, to get to this milestone this month, huge, huge, huge. I mean, from going to starting in your closet with, as a, as a mom juggling two children or, or on the way, and then having the two children and still pushing through. I mean, I know that can relate to a lot of people listening who are in the same boat. So keep going, you guys look what Katie has accomplished a hundred million, a hundred million downloads, like just keep going and get that vision crystal clear as to why, why you want this bad. Right. So, um, Katie, this has been great. And I just want to give you the last couple minutes here. If you want to add anything in and let anyone know the best way to go ahead and connect with you, if they're interested, any last bits and pieces now is your time. Yeah. So if you want to have a meditation, <laughs> you can always go to women's meditation network.com or on whatever podcast player you're listening to. Now you just search for women's meditation network.com and, um, all of ours will show up. Um, and so you can kind of grab and listen to whatever you want, whenever you want. And, you know, for all of you out there who just like me are sort of in the throes of, of building a successful business, 
Um, you know, one thing I cannot shine enough light on is how important it is to have a support system around you who's encouraging you. I know sometimes in this entrepreneurial journey, we get a lot of no's and a lot of your crazies and a lot of how, why are you doing that? Like there's a lot of people who don't understand this lifestyle and what it takes and who we are in order to show up for our, our companies. Um, so surround yourself with those voices, with those people who are just think you are amazing and are there to celebrate with, with you. We just had a, um, uh, an actual like in-person celebration to celebrate this big milestone. And, you know, my team flew in, my husband was there. I had podcasters from all over come, come in. And I was, you know, it was that like ugly cry moment of realizing like, wow, like the, this is the energy I've surrounded myself with. And I could not do this if I didn't have a husband who was like, yes, go for it. Of course, babe, go for it. Even though that seems completely crazy, go for it. How can, what do we need to do? Or if I didn't have a group of podcaster friends and business friends who are like, absolutely. Like there's no such thing called, you know, don't get me wrong. I definitely had people who are like, you're crazy. That's not going to work. But like, the majority of them lovingly, even if they believe that we're like, absolutely, Katie, we got you. Like, what can we do to support? So that cannot be understated or overstated. Like that is so important. And that is a huge part of why I am where I am now and where, why I will continue to grow and reach even higher because I know that there's no way that I can fail with people who I love around me. Absolutely love this. Thank you so much, Katie, for coming on today and adding all of this, you know, <clears throat> valuable information for myself and my and my team and sharing, you know, the challenges as well that it took to get to where you are today, because I think that is huge. And that is what relates the most. So congratulations on such an incredible milestone. I'm so excited for you. And I can't wait to see where this goes next. I can only imagine. <laughs> I love it. So we've thank only you just so much, begun. Katie. Thank you, Brittany. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. It was such a pleasure and an honor to have you on my show. I'm so happy. (laughs) Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on to talk about the podcast, just like Katie did today, um, talk about the podcast, talk about the business, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Katie. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.